0: Hello! and welcome to another episode of the nonsense review joining me this week as always is the run and only Rick hello and this week we'll be watching something brand new it's only just come out so there's absolutely no way we can know anything about it but before we get on to that uh, you know the jewels by now guys and if you're brand new you'll soon learn it uh Rick how was your week buddy ah
1: pretty good pretty good so I've been watching a few anime that have been going on this uh, this season I've caught up on a few that I've let languish one of them is Nagatoro-san, which is about a real pushover wimpy guy who gets bullied
0: by a, uh, a younger girl. Oh, shit, I think I know what this is because Reddit goes nuts over it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Is it like a uh, tanned girl? Yeah, she is. Okay, and she's tanned because she swims. Oh, that makes sense. I just assumed it was usual Japanese Gangaro bollocks.
1: <laughs> nah, quite the opposite. She's got some. Uh, she's got some Gyaru friends who are a bunch, a pair of assholes. But like, the reason that she has a tan is because she spends a lot of time outside
0: in the sun. Okay, well that's that's a much less uh, weird reason than I uh, initially believed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You even see the tan lines on the swimsuit which she often wears because when she uh, when she strips down to tease senpai, she's always got the swimsuit on, on, on underneath.
0: I dread to ask, but I've got to ask: How old is this character?
1: High school age.
0: Mm, that makes me uncomfortable.
1: She's not the fan service character. It's fine.
0: Okay, no, I get that, but it, like the things I've seen on Reddit lead me to believe otherwise, Rick. Okay,
1: okay. The actual fan service is from how sadistic she gets with senpai. <laughs> well,
0: like I'm not talking about weird uh, doujins either. I, like, as far as I'm aware, it's official fucking artwork from the manga. <laughs>
1: wouldn't surprise me. but yeah, uh, that's enough out of me for one statement. How's be- how's your week been How? What have you been doing?
0: Uh, this week's been a bit of a mixed bag, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll end on the sad note. We'll start on some high notes, shall we? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I've been replaying Final Fantasy XII. Mm. It, I've had it on Steam for a while. It's the Zodiac Age version, and I don't know if I've said it specifically to you, Rick, but I've probably said it around you often enough, where the Zodiac, version, uh, Zodiac Age version of the game fixes a lot of issues I had with the game.
1: Yeah, because I remember when I played the original, it was so easy to just give everyone katanas and tridents and like if those were your best two weapons that you had then those were the best two weapon types that you should be using and then give everyone every magic and then go
0: uh, yeah you're absolutely right like e- even in this version of the game you can do that if you wanted to like you can make everyone uh, I forget it's it's a Dragoon but it, without being a Dragoon it's like an Ulharan or some bollocks
1: sure a Kimari
0: yeah yeah because Jump doesn't exist in that game at least not for the player characters sure, sure 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 so you've got you've got that and you've obviously got I think it's Shikari but it's just Samurai
1: actually considering that 11 was online it is literally just the next game after Kimari so yeah it is just a Kimari
0: class yeah 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 Uh, there's no true blue mage in 12 which is kind of sad sure well you know there is no hey uh, gather skills from the enemy and use it against them
1: man I really love that gameplay style like I I know it can become bullshit stupid OP but like I really like the, uh, the Pokemon factor of you go out you find a specific skill from a guy sometimes you have to mind control them into using it on you because they're only programmed to use it on allies. There's even a couple of those in, in 14 that you have to confuse an enemy before they can uh, before they use their enemy skill on you.
0: I uh, don't think that's true. What skill are you thinking of? Uh,
1: no, I'm thinking of one where you got to lure an, un- another enemy into their range, damage the other enemy and then the first enemy uses their healing skill on the allied enemy.
0: I don't think that's correct. I think the only two healing spells you get as a blue mage in that game are White Witch which is from learning X amount of blue skills and you've got Moogle Cure or some bollocks which is King Mogul Mog which the entire gimmick is against a team of you know classed things
1: okay so um, if you've not got the one from the Vanu Vanu area then uh, yeah that's the one that I'm talking about you got to um, you got to lure some dragon close to something else and um, it's one of the ones that was added in the Heavensward expansion for Blue Mage so the first expansion the level 60 ones
0: I'll be honest with you I don't really care for Blue Mage in 14 I think I don't see the point in having a class that's just for goofing off. Like, I've done things with it, and I can kind of see the appeal, but it's also, like, some of the skills are bollocks to get.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really annoying that they didn't just... If they'd have toned it down a little bit to make it balanceable...
0: Oh, I'm not having this fucking conversation with you on the podcast, Rick. No, no, no. We're moving on. I've, I've had this conversation too many times with you, and there's no winning for either of us. Let's move on. Man. Um... Sure. Do you want to know something weird that occurred to me the other day? I was browsing through Cartoon Network's multiple channels these days because I like cartoons I'm not ashamed of that fact fuck you sorry that wasn't aimed at anyone in particular uh, <laughs> do you know what was playing on boomerang
1: probably scooby-doo because it's always fucking playing on boomerang
0: well there you go it was scooby-doo but it was this. it was a scooby-doo movie called uh, scooby-doo and kiss do you know what year that film came out okay so 1989 yeah, guess what? 2015. Fuck off. How the fuck is KISS relevant in 2015? Like, I enjoy KISS. KISS are fine. They're kind of fun. Well, as long as you take them in character and not out of character, because Gene Simmons is a bit of a dick.
1: I can see them being a, uh, a bit of a meme. Like, I-, I remember when Family Guy was new and interesting and, you know, before it got cancelled for the first time, you know, back when people liked it. Like, they used KISS as a massive meme, and it was funny back then to rag on KISS as something that was revered and also made fun of
0: well there's even a throwaway joke way later on in the series when it's not quite as funny where Lois goes oh I hear Jean's back in town and a tongue from out of nowhere just comes through the window and then starts doing that wiggle thing and then Lois laughs and it's obvious what's going on but you know it's just it's such a fucking stupid out of nowhere joke that it got me (laughs) for what it's worth uh, Kiss still tour by the way but they haven't got Gene Simmons or I forget the name of the other guy I think it's Paul Stanley uh, either way the t- two of the the two important members of the band have pissed off <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear something dumb that happened to me what happened that was dumb I had a guru moment oh yeah and w- w- I- I- as soon as I realised it was a guru moment I was just like I'm going to have to remember this for the podcast because f- it was so fucking dumb and it was so embarrassed
1: did it involve failing to count
0: it did what-, what happened was is my brother was betting on the horses as he is wont to do and he said could you pick up horse for me and i said sure he said i'm gonna give you the numbers i went okay now what i heard him say was one two ten that's what i heard what he meant was between one and ten (laughs) and as as soon as i said i said ten and then as soon as i walked away i was just like hang on oh no (laughs) <laughs> oh, I've never empathised with a stupid fucking shark more in my life than I did in that moment.
1: Where's the rest of them? Where's three, four?
0: But, oh, Jesus Christ, I felt so stupid. It's an easy enough... Mo- oh, fuck off. getting email notifications. Sorry, didn't mean to <laughs> sidetrack. When everything's on Do Not Disturb and you get a message ping up, part of your brain's like, is my laptop haunted? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, speaking of Gura, I told you I wanted to talk about VTube nonsense today, Rick. Ah. It's time that we deleted the podcast because... The time of human podcasting is over. The time for VTube podcasting has just begun. Mm. Ame and Gura started a podcast. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that more than once, or if it, was a, it was, you know, if it was a one and done type of thing, or...
1: Is this the one where they put their feet up?
0: Yes. <laughs> and they called it the fish tank.
1: So um, I think Ame had all of these feet just commissioned because she wanted them. And then uh, Kiara one-upped them by having some animated feet made.
0: Oh, is that what that was about? Because I saw the, the the screenshot of Kiara with her feet up, but I didn't realise she was trying to... I thought it was a across-the-board deal that they'd done, not Kiara trying to one-up Ame.
1: Here's the thing. I don't think she was trying to one-up her, but she definitely succeeded. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she can finally corner the market on foot fetishes yeah 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 because she's got the animated feetsies
1: then again Catguru has got two sets of cat feet put footprints on the feet that she has so
0: Cat Guru is a weird concept, but also incredibly cute. Well,
1: it's because Senzawa was a cat.
0: Well, that's, I, I, I don't care about who she was until she put on the shark tail.
1: Unless you want to hear her sing Country Roads While Drunk.
0: I've never heard that. I heard I'll sing Big Iron. She's got, like, she's got really good fucking pipes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not only that. She's got she's good at um country songs.
0: Which is really weird, because the only country singer that I know who is a woman off the top of my head is Dolly Parton, and she's got a very distinctive, unique voice, whereas Gura kinda doesn't, if that makes sense.
1: I don't want to um throw it under the throw it under the rug, but pretty much generic anime voice.
0: Yeah, but the problem is is fucking reaboos and degenerates eat that shit up.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh well it, it's very definitely a hole in the market. Has an anime girl sung this song in the past? No. In which case, there we go. In fact, I think only a week ago, they released a collab of all five of the
0: um, Western Hololive girls singing uh, Country Roads. Oh god, I'm I'm a weirdo when it comes to country music because I don't actually like Country Roads as a song. Fair. I think it's kind of boring. Fair, fair.
1: It's just kind of like the, the standard country song that everyone kind of has heard of and can kind of follow along to.
0: I get what you're saying. It's just, I like, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I've definitely said it to you off the podcast where I like my songs to have a story. Yeah,
1: I feel you. Totally, totally. I was going to say, Country Roads is kind of just wistful. It's not... Uh, the, the story isn't there. The story is kind of happened before and after. And, like, they just want to go home.
0: Moving on from that sad note, do you want to hear something fucking stupid? There was a pay-per-view this weekend for WWE, or WWE. Well, it would have been last weekend by the time this podcast comes out, because we're a week behind. Two wrestlers got eaten by zombies. Well now, and it's not even fucking Halloween. Uh, uh, the reason, w- the reason that I have been told that zombies were involved in the match is it was a cross promotion tie in with uh, Batista's new film, apparently.
1: Okay. And not to not to ride the hype of Resident Evil giant vampire
0: lady. Oh fuck no! I don't think this <laughs> man knows what that is. Okay, but may-
1: maybe one of
0: his uh, corporate goons does. No. Oh no, I don't want to get into the politics of uh, how things get decided in WWE, but it's not great. That happened. A bunch of fans were pissed off because they were like, "What the fuck is this bollocks?" Even I was like what the fuck is this bollocks. I like wrestling to be stupid and over the top and dumb. For fuck's sake my favourite wrestler's The Undertaker, and that's a dumb gimmick. When you look at it from like an untinted view, the reason why I and a lot of people were kind of annoyed at this uh, caveat, as it were, is because it just there was no reason for it to happen. It was a regular lumberjack match, and then the guys came out, and then the ring was surrounded by zombies instead of other wrestlers. There was no explanation. It just happened. <laughs> I'm all for doing stupid, dumb shit, but you got to give a reason for it.
1: <laughs> Speaking of dumb shit, when you said it was a pay-per-view match, I had to pass in my in my head that you weren't talking. about about some variant of a paper boy.
0: I don't even know how you got to that one.
1: I I heard paper, and I was like, oh.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, I get you. That used to be a mistake I used to make as a child. <laughs> I think I think there was one time when I asked my dad, why is it called a pay-per-view? And he said, well, because you pay every time you watch it. Oh, I greatly misunderstood this conversation. That's it, more or less, for my week, but there's two things I want to touch on, because uh, hasn't been all uh, happy and, uh, and great. Um, this isn't really... Uh, Anything for what we've done during the week, just for those people listening, and for Rick, because I don't think Rick knew I was going to do this. But uh, two people who are relatively famous have passed away this week. One of them just tomorrow, and I just think it's a it's a nice thing to just give them a little bit of a nod. Um, this one you're you're familiar with, Rick, because we more or less spoke about it most of the day yesterday. Uh, Mura, the uh, writer, artist, designer, storyboarder for Berserk, passed away at 54.
1: 54 is absolutely no age to go. I was just like here nodding reverently because I know a lot. Of- of people in nerd circles have a lot of reverence for this guy. Like, he's added so much to the nerd subculture in terms of what he's inspired. Not only the thing that he's created, but the number of things that that, thing's, that thing has inspired. It's uh, it's it's definitely far-reaching.
0: I mean, shit, case in point, I've got uh, one of the more iconic scenes from Berserk tattooed on my calf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just a shame that probably the thing Berserk will be remembered for the most is how long it's taken.
1: A double-edged sword there that, yes, it's taken so long, but it's also had that amount of longevity. like Anything that normally lasts that long and goes on that long fizzles out in a third of the time.
0: I mean, many people would argue that during the boat arc, that was what happened. A lot of fans probably fell off off the wagon, as it were, because I'd be honest with you, even I've got to admit, the last 50 or so chapters, I might be over exaggerating the number, haven't been the most thrilling. Apart from the uh, spoiler, uh, big spoiler for Berserk coming up, so skip forward about half a minute if you don't want to hear it. Apart from the fact that Kaskers had a memories restored like nothing's really happened
1: i didn't even know that part but <laughs>
0: well you don't care about berserk nah anyway uh with uh i'd say let's take a minute silence but i think that's a bit excessive uh, if you want to have a silence for miura uh feel free to do that now pause the video
1: Shall i be making jokes here it's one of those where the the, <laughs> the only joke is the fact that you can just pause the video and have your own create your own minute silence like i don't think it's disrespectful to have your own form of reverence.
0: Yeah, okay, that's probably the fairest way of putting it. But yeah, moving on. Uh this one's probably more relevant to me than you Rick and I I wouldn't be surprised if most people listening couldn't give a fucking shit. Uh but an original ECW wrestler, one known as New Jack, uh, also passed away earlier on this week. Um, yeah, he wasn't the nicest person in the world. But it's one of those weird things where, when you look at his background and stuff, it totally—it doesn't justify his behaviour. Nothing can justify being a shitty person. He—he—he uh, he, he has mauled and hurt people for seemingly no good reason to be honest it, it at least goes a bit of the way to explaining it and fundamentally even though he was a bit of a fucking psychopath uh, he he did seem sort of a good person
1: yeah like how much of it was in character as a heel
0: oh no 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 I'm, no, no 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 he was a piece of shit out of the ring. Um, that like just go- anyone who wants to know why I think New Jack was a bit of a piece of shit, just Google the mass transit incident because that's probably the biggest one. But there's also cases of him not liking someone in the ring, so he just fucking hurts them, which is not what wrestlers do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel you. Uh, but the the only reason I say he wasn't an entirely shitty person is he had the stones, as it were, to speak his his opinion in a room full of people who had a different opinion and probably had more clout than. him Uh, The the reason I say that is I remember watching a shoot interview, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically an interview wrestlers do out of character and uh, they're... Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called a shoot interview, I could probably look it up and tell you, but that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh he was being interviewed alongside uh ah, oh, what's his fucking name? Uh Elvis. Um Honky Tonk man. And they asked him about the Chris Benoit incident. And if you don't know what that is, it's when Chris Benoit seemingly snapped, he killed his wife and his child, and then he killed himself. And yeah, that that's a whole thing. Like I'm over, I'm not gonna go into the motives or the reasoning, it was a fucked up thing, it's a very dark part of wrestling history. Probably the darkest part of wrestling history where I was actively a fan at the time. Uh, and during this interview, uh, it's a question people like to throw out, and I don't particularly know why, because it's a fucked up incident. that I'm sure most people don't really want to think about, but they ask, uh, what do you, what do you think of, of, that? As if there's any acceptable answer other than, yeah, it's fucked up. Let's move on. Um, but in that interview, Honky Tonk Man said, well, I could understand him killing the wife. Oh boy, Th- this is the type of person Honky Tonk Man is, and he, he just said, I can understand that. Like, she probably said something, but there's no forgiving the kid. And New Jack just instantly snapped and went, no, that, no, there's no reason. To, and this is New Jack saying it. The fucking psychopath saying, "No, there's no reason for him to kill his wife. There's no good justification for that. What the fuck are you talking about?" And then I think Honky Tonk Man got scared for his life because that's the type of person New Jack is, and just shut the fuck up. But you know, it's. It's one of those where, technically speaking, in the wrestling business, Honky Tonk Man probably had more general clout than New Jack, and New Jack still had the stones to say, no, you're fucking full of shit.
1: Just from that, um, just from that exchange and the knowledge of that exchange, it, it says a lot about the the positive side of what could normally otherwise be described as an abrasive character. Yeah.
0: But like I said, if you look into the dude's history, it explains why he was the way he was, but like, fundamentally, he had certain morals that a lot of old-school wrestlers as you can probably tell from the honky tonk man's attitude, did not have. Yeah, 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 But yeah, let's move on to something a bit more positive. What are we doing this week, Rick?
1: We are watching Modoc. It's a brand new series that was released today. The spoilers: We're uh, from behind the scenes. We're actually re- recording this on the Friday, the day that it released. And uh, as of last night, it wasn't even released, so it just it just dropped this morning.
0: And here's an interesting tidbit for you, Rick. If you're living in the States, um, you can watch it on Hulu and you can watch the whole fucking series today. Yep. <laughs> but we live in the UK and we have to watch it via Disney Plus and they're doing the Disney Plus thing of releasing one episode a week by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, um, because they put it on Disney Star, which is because we don't get Hulu in, um, in the UK, we just have to get... Um... Disney's selection of Hulu things via Disney Star.
0: Yeah. That being said, though, Bob's Burgers is on it now, so I'm quite happy. <laughs> I remember when I first learned
1: about Bob's Burgers and I marathoned everything that was out at the time, and that was back in like season fucking three. So. <laughs> oh damn! Man, it was a while ago. Uh, but
0: yes, uh, shall we crack on then, as it were?
1: Yeah. So I can I can say that I know nothing about this series other than the fact that it exists.
0: Well, I know that it stars Modoc, and I know Patton Oswald is Modoc, so we're we're in for a treat because he's a voice acting. I wouldn't say legend But he's pretty damn good at it Yeah
1: So For everyone Watching along with us three, two, one, And go
0: Alright yeah Star logo
1: Yeah Disney star logo This is the first time I've seen the Disney star logo Actually
0: I think it used to look The exact same didn't it Except now it's got a Disney in the corner
1: Um Okay so I've never I never watched anything That was on star That wasn't Disney
0: Okay fair enough then
1: Boy crying
0: oh wow i wasn't expecting the environments to look like this oh i think this is a throwaway art style i don't think it's going to stay like this the entire way oh maybe it will
1: oh yeah yeah maybe
0: i wasn't actually expecting it to look like this
1: i also wasn't expecting his head to be massive when he was a kid <laughs> Yeah, it looks like they've made the whole thing in like at least partially stop motion.
0: Uh might explain why it took so long.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's basically, yeah, basically like um, Robot Chicken. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs>
0: okay, I love how the very first scene with MODOK in they explain what MODOK stands for because it is an acronym.
1: Yeah, it is, yeah.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> I love how he's apparently watching... Oh, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just watching a fucking bake-off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no more than two episodes a day. That's a good rule of thumb if you're marathoning stuff, I suppose. But, like, doing a marathon and not a sprint.
1: His fuck came off.
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I was laughing at the fact that fucking MODOK uh, spoiled the end of the season for Iron Man. <laughs> of, uh, of Bake Off. <laughs> Dude, I love uh, propaganda for evil corporations. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, we got Iron Man's boot. So I knew Iron Man was going to be in this because yesterday when I Googled it to try and uh, find the uh, runtime for episodes because I thought they might have been leaked or something hmm, mm hmm. Uh, it said uh, John Ham comes in as Iron Man as a recurring character. As well as another character which might not show up, so I won't spoil it.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Monica is what? The scientist super is she?
0: I don't know. I'm not skipping the intro, but, you know.
1: I'm also not skipping the intro because it would be very difficult to sync up timing on it. (laughs) Oh, also the intro was nothing.
0: Yeah. Unless this is the intro and it's just going to be this every week. By the way, we're not reviewing this every week. We're just reviewing the first one because it's out and it's new and it's interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Oh, by the by, this is described as a sitcom, so don't expect too much superhero stuff, as it were.
1: Yep, 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 yep.
0: Why? <laughs> him just acting like a twat in the background of her YouTube video. Yep, 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 yep,
1: yep. <laughs> so she's moaning on him for being at the end of all of his video, all of her videos, but like. That might be the reason why people watch. I think it's also a self-fulfilling prophecy that she ends the video whenever he shows up.
0: It's true, but also she wasn't live streaming. I know, right? What the fuck is this thing? It looks like it. A super adaptoid.
1: Well, apparently, the super adaptoid in the um. The most recent game is just a, um, an every hero hero that was created for villainy.
0: Right. Bo, this kid looks like, um, the pervert from My Hero. He looks,
1: uh, okay, yeah, he does look a bit like Mineta. I was going to say he looks a bit like uh, Danny Sexbang.
0: I don't know who that is. Okay. (laughs) Boats. <laughs> Why is she... Because <laughs> he looks like that because he experimented on himself. Does this imply that he experimented on his daughter, or what?
1: Uh, it's, it's possible that... <laughs> okay, so he had a massive head when he was a kid, according to the flashback.
0: Yeah, but he didn't have the tiny fucking body that was non-existent.
1: <laughs> VPN.
0: Well that's quite the grotesque um imagery that's conjured.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that dog looks fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I think that set the tone for the general. Uh... Like, when he's with his family, that's going to be general family drama, but with the fact that he's a fucked up alien bot thing. But the other part is him fucking up at his job. Yep, yep, yep. He just referenced Spooderman. Spooderman. <laughs> but yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've seen the um, the episode blurb, so I know part of the spoiler for the episode's content.
0: Oh, I also saw that. Something about his him and his wife having marital issues. Which, considering he wants to spend a night in bed with Iron Man's boot, it's not too surprising.
1: <laughs> Man, like... I never have liked the AIM grunt disguises, but you know...
0: And they're pretty unique.
1: Oh, it's definitely unique. Like, the whole idea is like, it's just hazmat suits, but like, they just look dumb.
0: <laughs> but it's no different than. Oh, I'm going to bring up Robot Chicken again. It's the exact same as Robot Chicken whenever they take the piss out of Star Wars and there's 700 stormtroopers involved.
1: True, true, true. We're under attack. <laughs> Die for me.
0: Who the fuck is this? I don't know what Grumble is.
1: I think it's... Uh...
0: A piss mistake of Apple?
1: Yeah, or Bumble or something, or...
0: <laughs> I love how that's what he's defensive about and not the fucking suicide shit.
1: And also the fact that, you know, these guys are just harvesting all of his search details.
0: So then it's probably actually Google instead of Apple.
1: Yeah. Or
0: Facebook. Facebook isn't a search engine, now.
1: Well, true. But Facebook is... Uh, I think Facebook is technically, like, the fourth biggest search engine in the world.
0: I don't think it... I I wouldn't class it as a search engine.
1: I know, right? But, like, YouTube is the second biggest.
0: Yeah, but that's still just Google. I know, right? That sounds <laughs> like, um... Ah, uh, what's his name? Fucking Bender.
1: As it is expensive.
0: Oh, my days. The wife in particular was reminding me of that newer Fireman Sam they did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Then again, Fireman Sam was always this kind of stop-motion thing to begin with.
0: Yeah, but I mean, specifically the weird turn they went from stop-motion to kind of animated, but not really. Hmm, hmm. I don't know. That's not a thing. I know, right? I, as far as I'm aware, three is the highest you can get. I've never known anyone to do that, but that's kind of a fucked up thing.
1: Fin-Fam farm to table.
0: Oh, it's Fin-Fam Foom Oh, we're just going to get a bunch of fucking villain cameos, are we? So it would seem. Oh, it's not a piss take of Apple and Google, because he just name dropped them. <laughs> Is this a little bit gay?
1: I th- yeah, I think he's meant to be.
0: No, no, I d- I just meant in general. Oh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I it's because I personally don't like my personal space being invaded in that manner. This I think this series this series is sponsored by Monster. Yeah, uh- <laughs> I love that. He's got a little toy of himself. Uh, more importantly, his old school original design. Yeah, with the uh,
1: with the stuff around the eyes.
0: Oh, um, <laughs> I think Modoc's meant to be slightly autistic. Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, you wanted to talk about a certain Modok thing from the comics, didn't you? I don't know. Uh, yeah, about a certain uh, former president of the United States. Oh yeah,
1: there's a there's an alternate universe of Modok, and it's entitled Modark. It's M O D A A K. And it's I sort of like mechanical organism designed as America, America's king, <laughs> and yeah, it's uh, it's Trump.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's. Can't, I'd be depressed if I was Trump if I saw that because of how well his face fits into that design. I mean, it's not flattering. He's got a big head. And little hands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> The difference is the real Trump has got a massive torso, so you know.
0: Oh, dude, have you seen that fucking image going around the internet of him just hanging out on his yacht?
1: Oh, is that the one where he's got a massive ass? No,
0: it's the one where he's got his top off and he looks like a gross old man because he is.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe not that particular one.
0: Oh no, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Do you want to hear about a really fucked up story about when I was in college? Go ahead. I'll take your silence as a no. I said yes. I, I didn't hear anything, so I guess <laughs> Discord failed us. Um, <laughs> um, One day while we were in charge of the ducks on the on the farm, uh, all the lads we were just sort of dicking around because we'd all done our jobs except for the guy in charge of the ducks for that day, so we're just waiting. And there was two pigeons stuck in the duck uh, cage by the pond. And um, uh, the, the the shortest of us, I've forgotten his name, was being a dick and he just kept opening and slamming shut the door. And then he uh, he did it and he caught one of the pigeons as it was trying to get out. So it fell to the floor and was twitching horribly. That is a grotesque image. Um but yeah uh so there's this pigeon that is clearly in distress and pain twitching like a fuck and I uh, me and like, two other people were just staring at this and said uh, you you need to you need to do something about this cuz this is fucked up and um this guy's solution was to grab a brick oh boy and he walked over to the thing and it was quite clear what he was intending to do and i was just like N- no you're not doing that no nope. no nope, no nope. and uh yeah that's the story of why i had to break a pigeon's neck
1: well yeah <laughs> it was a similar bird story oh dear a uh, friend a friend of mine's grandma was in the uh the female equivalent of the hitler youth oh lovely uh because everyone was who lived in germany at that time like it wasn't a choice, and uh, her task was to take care of some turkey chicks.
0: Sorry, petting a uh, petting the rabbit is uh, is an adorable thing.
1: It absolutely is. <laughs> oh, oh, his twins are still his twins inside him still.
0: <laughs> uh, but yes, turkeys.
1: Yeah. Um. And her uh, her, her, her task was to take care of these turkey chicks. And she looked. She looked away for like thirty seconds, and they all drowned in a puddle. Oh dear! And that's pretty much the end of the story. <laughs> uh, so he's had his um, his hat disabled. By uh, the, his uh, his
0: brain disabled, actually. Uh, it was a neural inhibitor. Okay. Even though I was listening to you, I was uh, paying attention to the episode, sort of. Oh! I'll oh,
1: Through the rabbit. Oh. oh!
0: It's isn't it weird? It's one of those weird fucking things. There's an it, it has a name. Where you can kill seven hundred people in a show and people will not bat an eye, but kill a fluffy, adorable animal and people lose their shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um some kind of cuteness dissonance.
0: No, I think it's the T V tropes thing of literally just uh not the dog.
1: Yeah. Kick the dog or oh, and your little dog too. Uh
0: my Disney Plus is doing this weird thing where it's not actually keeping track of how much of the episode has played. Uh, According to my episode bar, I we're on zero minutes, zero seconds, out twenty-six.
1: Now nah, I've got a different EUI, I'm at uh, just just under seventeen minutes.
0: Okay. What is it
1: eating play-doh?
0: I mean technically it's safe to ingest.
1: Uh well we know that from The Simpsons.
0: Uh we know that from the fact that it's written on all the play-doh fucking pots.
1: Okay. But... <laughs> I know it from the episode of The Simpsons where Homer eats a donut made out of it.
0: So, also, I don't think you should base your assumptions on cartoons, Rick.
1: I'm trying to think of a comeback. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How? That's amazing.
1: Oh no, most of growies. Oh dear. Oh, he's got gross little hands.
0: Does. Yep, that's what he's going to (laughs) do. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of blood. Was he just flipping her off yes. as he floated out the room? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, subtitles did not make that work very well. Because there was no pause between Small and Er in the subs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're deaf and rely only on the subtitles, it's probably not going to work.
1: Yeah, it uh, it ruined the comedy of it a little bit, but uh, it's fine.
0: Oh, I already know what's going to happen now. Now that he's been accidentally put in him, he's obviously going to run out of time. And he's going to resize while inside him and kill him by accident. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. my
0: prediction. Ah. How. How do you think Modoc has sex?
1: I think he uses the hover thing to, uh. <laughs> to perform a lot of the motions on his own behalf.
0: But I mean, he must have a mammoth cot. That's the case. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a pleasant thing to think about, but they brought it up in the show, so we have to think about it.
1: It might be like mini me how it's like a tripod
0: I mean it could be like it could curl up inside. <laughs> I think the fact that he only has a black eye after fighting Iron Man is a testament to his skill of running away.
1: Yeah, it's an absolute achievement.
0: I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. This is going to ruin her book deal, which, you know...
1: Eight hundred thousand subs,
0: dude. I'd kill for that. <laughs> I'll fuck off with that shit. I, I, uh oh, there's too many people who think like that nowadays, And there?
1: Yeah.
0: Who,
1: like, yeah but th- gone? You know, it, it, it is actually like. True to a certain degree, though, which is still a pain in the ass.
0: No, it's not true. Like that—that that shit goes out the window when you're being physically attacked.
1: Okay, okay.
0: It's my and po- I, I get it. They're playing it up for comedic effect. But there are some people—men, I should say. There are some men who specifically think that even if you're getting physically attacked by someone with a weapon, you're not allowed to defend yourself because of what is between their legs. Oh, that is gross. <laughs>
1: yep, 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 yep. And a visual representation of why you should socially distance.
0: <laughs> Dude, that fucking pen raked straight through his wrist, finger, hand. Got there in the end. Favorite childhood toy. Oh, he made that up. Yep. Hahaha mm. <laughs> unnecessarily cruel. Again, that is a uh, that is Modoc's skill, is that he can make anything out of anything in seconds.
1: Yep. Yep, 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 yep.
0: He'd actually make a pretty good uh you know the uh, the tinkerer yeah, like he'd probably be able to make a lot of money if he just did that shit. Hmm
1: yeah, because the tinkerer isn't always a villain.
0: no he, no no, he just makes shit for people who pay him, and that's usually villains because most superheroes have super level internet and can make their own shit.
1: Or a contract with Stark.
0: Well, yeah, but that's the same deal, isn't it? You might as well be super intelligent if you have a contract with Stark.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, that normally means you've got super integrity.
0: Oh, God, he's such a narcissist. I hate it. She is 100% justified in wanting that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, she just had her head invaded by a supervillain.
0: Even if that didn't happen, every single time something good has happened to her so far, MODOK has made it about him.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> call out your name during sex instead of mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Did you just see executive producer, man?
1: Uh no, what was that?
0: It was Seth Green. Oh, okay. Which explains the artistic style perfectly.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely explains why it was uh, why they're able to use the um, the Robot Chicken generic style. Well, not generic style. The Robot Chicken signature style.
0: Mm, I get you. Uh, I've tabbed out because it was on the end credits, but on the end credits it said, hey, do you want to watch this, uh, I've already forgotten what it's called, Space Apart bullshit.
1: Oh, Solar Opposite. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, so tell a lie then. I, I have seen the Disney-style logo in the past. And it just completely went over my head because uh, Solar Opposites is the only other thing I've seen on Disney Star. And um, when I would watched most of it, I uh, just so happened to see a, um, an ad for an article detailing everything that happened in Season 2 when only Season 1 is on um, our Disney Star. Oh. So season two is available on Hulu. I will never forgive the Americans. <laughs> and by Hulu standards, you know, it's all available right now.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty much the only streaming service I'm currently subscribed to. Is uh, in, in Disney Plus it's, it's the only one that doesn't just give you everything immediately, it goes no we're going to drip feed you this because we need your sub money and well
1: sometimes it works so I think I uh, I brought it up in a separate conversation about Falcon and Winter Soldier that if it was all available on day one everyone would just binge it on day one whereas the way that it released over certain weeks you had that amount of uh, time to just seethe, hate, guess and just process emotions in different ways like at the beginning of the series we were there was a reverence for Captain America and like a melancholy of what we had lost and what we weren't getting back and by the end of the series it was it was a reverence that was looking to the future like thankful for it having happened and also like accepting the change
0: I kind of get where you're coming from but at the same time that's not how streaming services work
1: okay it's not how other streaming services work but the thing is this was I think it was meant to have originally been a a um, a weekly tv thing and then they went yeah let's make it a killer app for our streamer and like they, they they um they shifted the focus to making it for the streaming service and then they just wanted to keep the same feel and they've just kept that forward going with all of the things that they've released they've, they've kept it as a um a weekly thing and kept most of it as things that just you've got that little bit of time to process it in your head to drum up the hype
0: I'd agree with you if this was Loki, but it's not Loki. It's Modoc, which is a sitcom. Which I can guarantee you, there's probably not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna guarantee it because I might be wrong. But I highly suspect that there is not going to be a continuous storyline constantly going through the series. I think it's going to be like early. It's not even going to be like early Simpsons, because early Simpsons even didn't do do this. Um, but like there might be a running. Like I think the marriage thing or the divorce they're going through is going to be a running thing through the series. But other than that, it's not going to be a real story. It's just to be, oh, let's have Modok be Modok because Modoc's fucking funny.
1: Well, I think the the marriage and the um, the aim takeover are going to be the two things that are um, the, um, the series long story. And yeah, I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be like um, a Netflix series where the one season has like one overarching story and you might get individual episodes that might on their own be taken as um, a single slice of life episode, but it still fits into the general narrative of, yeah, it came after the one before it and before the one after it.
0: You would said a whole lot of nothing with that sentence.
1: Hey, I said even less with that noise.
0: The noise I didn't get to hear because Discord doesn't like your noises. Yeah, well, it's...
1: Uh, if I were to spell it, it, it would come out as F-W-W-W-W-S. What?
0: <laughs> That's going to be a, hot, a fucking delightful experience for the people listening to our podcast. Ah, what the fuck is this? Horrible noise.
1: <laughs> Another thing I've I, I found out about Modoc is uh, when I was, I did a quick Google. And one of the things from other inca- incarnations of Modoc in other series is um, Gwenpool. Oh, fuck off. Thinks that Modoc is an absolute joke.
0: Yeah, because he is. Because,
1: yeah, like, the uh, the normal estimation of Modoc is that he's a bit of a gag character at this point. Except that when he's taken seriously, he's actually dangerous. And she finds that out the hard way.
0: Yeah, but it's also a Grenpoll story. I know, right?
1: So she's invincible, but, you know, still.
0: It, like, I don't like Gwenpool for the same reason I don't like Deadpool. Like, they're okay for their little throwaway gags, and if you read just the gag bits, then yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, when you see a meme on a page and it's just a fucking two pages of a Deadpool comic, that's fine. But when you... Unless you treat the character seriously, which can be done, I'll admit, it. it it's not something you can maintain through an entire comic book. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I, one of my favorite versions of Deadpool is X-Force Deadpool, because he's just serious enough that he's not a complete and utter joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um isn't there also that one um that one Deadpool comic where he's like with the Punisher?
0: Oh. Okay. There was a there was a new Thunderbolts run which had uh, the Red Hulk as the leader and he was gathering people and he said he had Punisher and Deadpool both on the team because you, you know uh it was it's the Thunderbolts the, the gimmick is they're villains but they're either pretending to be good or doing good for the moment. Mm-hmm, Mhm. And that the, the entire gag with Deadpool was uh, he thought that Elektra fancied him. Was it? It was either Elektra or, or Lady Deathstrike. I forget. I think it was Lady Deathstrike, the, the woman with the long claws. That's basically Wolverine, but not. Yeah, it was Lady Deathstrike. Yeah. Yeah, but it turns out that she was actually interested in Punisher, and they ended up sleeping together. And Deadpool found out, but they're also on a mission, so he just sort of go- Deadpool's way of sulking is, is he just stalks the fucking compound that they that they're going to attack. And Punisher comes up and he says, "Yo, what's the situation?" And Deadpool goes off... I can't I can't tell you verbatim what he said, but it was just like, oh, this is the situation of this, 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 and this, uh, and he hinted that he didn't like the fact that Punisher got with Deathstrike because he thought Deathstrike was into him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Punisher just goes, are we going to have a problem? And he pulls out his fucking Glock and has it pushed right up to Deadpool's head. And Deadpool dead seriously just says, you know, you might kill me first... And that's it, yeah yeah
1: i i I like that um that like incredibly sinister, but dark threat, and yet when you know it's Deadpool, you know that like there's an underlying humor to it that he is coming back from it, anything that you do to him is not gonna be permanent, no, nope. still gonna fucking hurt.
0: Yep. I mean, shit, I also, like, as much as I rag on Deadpool because he's a gag character, like, throwaway issues that don't mean anything are quite good for him. I read Deadpool versus... I've read Deadpool versus Gambit. That was good because they pretended to be Daredevil and Spider-Man. <laughs> it was just like, why is Spider-Man fighting Daredevil in the middle of New York? Um, but well, The answer is they're not. It's Gambit and Deadpool who want to fucking rob a museum, but they can't let people know it's them. <laughs> and... It also... uh, Like, the comic is just... It it just devolves into both of them backstabbing each other 700 times because it's Gambit and Deadpool. Deadpool wants his money and Gambit's a thief.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I also read Deadpool vs. Punisher, which is a very weird comic because Punisher gets the first kill on Deadpool and then Deadpool gets a kill on Frank. But because... And this is why comics are stupid, by the way, but you gotta love them. When Deadpool kills Frank, he doesn't actually kill Frank because he shoots Frank in the exact spot where he got shot all them years ago... So his bullet just wedges into the bullet that's already it lodged into his skull. So it doesn't kill him, it just makes him look like he's dead. Okay. I,
1: I, I was half expecting you to say it's like a Newton's cradle, it pushes the old bullet out.
0: It, it was bizarre, dumb, stupid, and then they both teamed up against the person who hired them both to kill the other.
1: That's, that sounds like a standard, um, let's you versus him fight comic resolution.
0: It's one of the reasons why I like versus comics so much, because it's just, you don't need a lot of plot, you know? It's just, who would win between this character and this character? And Oh ah, boy, I'm going to quote Stan Lee because he's got the best take on this ever. You know all the arguments you have with your friend who would win in a fight, Superman or, or Goku, for example, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what Stan Lee's answer to that question is?
1: The winner is whoever's comic book it is. No,
0: the winner is who do I like more? Well, yeah. Because with, when it comes to comic books or any media franchise, the person writing the thing, who do they like more? Guess what? That's who's winning.
1: Basically a um an offshoot of what I was saying, that if it was... If it's a a Spider-Man comic and it's Spider-Man versus Wolverine, then Spider-Man wins.
0: Well, yeah, but, like, because I used the example of Superman versus Goku, where that bias isn't in play because, hey, guess what? That's going to be fanfic at best.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those. If it's, um... Depending on what media it
0: is. If it's animated... If it's animated by... No, no, throw that, throw that out the window. This is fan discussions. We're talking as if it's just a fan. If it's a fan creating it and it's just their thing, whoever that fan prefers more, that's who's winning. Because you can always find a way to justify bullshit.
1: Sure, 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 sure. I feel you. I think um, Death Battle actually does a, a decent, a decent job of uh, quantifying numbers the best, the best that they can, at least.
0: Except, it, except, pro- like, I've never watched Death Battle, so I'll, uh, I'm not going to throw shade at them in any way, shape, or form. But the problem. Again, the problem with the premise is you can always change the scenario enough that it gives one person the advantage over the other and you can justify it. Hell, one of my least favorite tropes because I'm a Batman fan is the fact that if you one of the flaws in the Batman character is if you give Batman infinite amount of time, he can solve any problem. Yeah. That is his power. Yeah.
1: Batman plus p- prep time equals cheat code.
0: Give that motherfucker a Green Lantern ring and every single problem in the world gets solved.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh I love how the um the weakness of the Green Lantern ring is that you uh you see your greatest fears and you have to overcome them and Batman's like oh that's just a Tuesday for me <laughs>
0: Well, one of my favourite things, and I'm pretty, I might have shared this on the Skype channel, is uh, it. I don't know how recent the comic is, but it, the art style imply seems to imply that it's fairly recent. And it's um, it's Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman meeting for the first time, which is always an important moment. They're the three most recognisable and basically de facto leaders of the Justice League.
1: Oh, I think I think I know what you're going to say. Is this where they all grab the lasso?
0: They all grab the lasso of truth. Wonder Woman says, "Diana." Superman says, "Clark Kent." Batman says, "Batman." And it's it's always a theme in the comics that Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman's the person but it's always weird when it's so overt
1: so, so the weird thing is like that's literally what the thing is with Clark Kent and Superman like Superman is the thing that uh, that he is and Clark is the person that he puts the mask on to be well, he puts a uh, he puts airs on to become Clark Kent in daily life and to pretend to be weak like yes he is pretending but he also was raised as that kid so yeah that's, 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 that's the it's like the inverse of of Batman
0: except he think he thinks of Superman as the persona and Clark Kent as him that's the point
1: yeah but by the same token he doesn't become Superman he always is
0: except if he's introducing himself completely honestly because that's what the lasso does he thinks of himself as Clark Kent first it's my it's my point whereas with Batman he doesn't think he's Bruce Wayne his instant reaction is I'm Batman yeah yeah I'm Batman dude there's actually a really fucking funny and interesting little throw it's it's a throwaway page of a comic where the Joker for some reason has decided to go after Clark Kent at the Bugle he doesn't know Clark Kent's Superman because pers- no one knows Clark Kent is Superman and Joker's got this massive great big piss off fucking hammer as Joker does and he's swinging it full pelt at Clark Kent's head at the back of Clark Kent's head and time's going in slow motion because we're in Superman's point of view and Superman just thinks really fast I guess and mm-hmm. -hmm. It's going through his mind where he's like, "How can I make this believable? How can I make allow his hammer to hit me and have a believable enough response that it's done damage but without killing me?" And he has to. I don't know how it resolves because I don't see the next page. But there's a. It's just Clark Kent's well, Superman's thoughts of this isn't going to do anything to me, but it has to look like it does something to me. But if I'm a normal person, this will kill me. Yep, yep, yep.
1: I think he bowls himself through a wall or something.
0: Even that should kill him. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Joker, it's weird, isn't it? Because d- depending on what you're watching or reading depends greatly on what Joker's strength actually is because that hammer's big. He shouldn't be able to lift that hammer that easily. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's the same hammer that Harley uses as well. Like, she's
0: like she's even less... Um enhanced or anything but harley uses it all the time yeah true true enough true enough also like there's plenty of times where she fucking does like a spin with it and the momentum of the spin keeps going after she wants it to yeah and like
1: her it is actually shown that like her two biggest um powers are the um the doctorate level intellect that everyone seems to fucking forget and the um and her expert level gymnastics
0: well, the reason people forget about the intellect is in some comic book runs they kind of cheapen it because they heavily imply that she exchanged uh, sexual favors in order to get her PhDs, which I personally don't don't see the need to have that having that to her character, and I feel like it cheapens it a bit.
1: Yeah, it definitely cheapens it because it's it makes it so much more of an interesting character that she's got all this intelligence and she's choosing to throw it away to become a a ditzy, insane lady.
0: But it also um it also takes away a bit from the joker as well because uh one of the deals with the joker being so interesting is he managed to fuck up someone who is an expert in psychology yeah
1: yeah and he was able to manipulate someone with an absolute like an unarguable qualification in how to spot people manipulating Mm-hmm. And how to get around it, and how to deal with it, and like it just—it's a really interesting dynamic. It's fucked up as hell, but that's kind of the point.
0: I think you can appreciate the Joker and Harley. I'm—I I'm want to say relationship, even though because it is a relationship, even though it's a fucked up one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting one from a uh, dynamic point of view, where it's like yeah, it's—it's it's very interesting how it shifts from doctor and patient to—it's not even romantic because it's not a real romance because it's just Joker using knowing he can use that to manipulate Harley.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he's using her as a key. Like, all he wants is to uh, use her as a key to get out of that particular cell at that particular time. And then, okay, bonus, he's got an extra hench. But uh, this particular one won't go away. But then again, she's also good at making chunky salsa out of head.
0: So, useful for now. Do you want to know a really interesting take on the Harley and Joker thing? Go ahead. The Telltale Batman series. I've
1: heard of this. So, um, what I've heard is that you essentially raise Joker as a... Um, a normal person out in the wild as your Batman um, player character. You kind of raise him uh, based on your choices into becoming one or the other interpretation of a goody or baddie Joker, but also that Harley is a baddie before the Joker, and she's what makes him evil, as it were.
0: Yeah, well, it's not quite as clear cut as you made it sound out, because in the first game, Joker's barely in it and his name is John Doe. Mmm, okay and he's, he's stuck in Arkham. You meet him for two seconds because you also get thrown... Uh, spoilers for the Batman Telltale series. You get thrown in Arkham as Bruce Wayne for reasons, and John Doe says, I'll help you escape, but you owe me one. So he does. You escape, and in the second game, John Doe gets out, and he introduces you to his band of villainous friends, which is Harley Quinn, Bane, and, and Mr. Freeze. Okay. And, uh... Yeah, Harley Quinn is already Harley Quinn, whereas the Joker is just Don Doe. He's a bit fucked up, but he is in love with Harley, so he does whatever she wants. So it's 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 literally flipped on its head.
1: Yeah, simp Joker.
0: There's even a point where uh, Harley uh, offers you a sip of the drink that she's drinking, and if you take a, a sip of it, Joker will snatch it out of your hand afterwards and then take a sip as well. Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of cute. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's that Japanese trait of, oh, it's basically an indirect kiss. Oh
1: yeah 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 man the number of times i've seen that even just this fucking season in anime like it's oh uh
0: but yes i think we've ranted and raved about the opposite comic book company long enough in this marvel episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's okay we talked about deadpool and gwenpool and punisher for a while and just you know sometimes you need to talk about batman
0: oh batman's the best dc fucking thing fight me I don't know, I quite like The Flash, and I know that's an unpopular opinion. Uh, Fuck, I also like Deathstroke, but he's a villain, so... I mean,
1: normally, he's most interesting as a villain, but yeah.
0: Well, he's a mercenary, he'll work for anyone who gives him money, but the problem with a mercenary is nine times out of ten they're hired by villains.
1: Yeah, and uh, heroes tend not to want to hire mercenaries that have been known to work for villains and fight heroes.
0: Man, Deathstroke's origins are more depressing than Deadpool's. Man, is it not weird that Deadpool is a Deathstroke rip-off and yet so not a Deathstroke rip-off?
1: I know, right? I know how, like, one's meant to be a rip-off of the other and they've even got damn near the same name. <laughs> In both incarnations, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Slade Wilson and Wade Wilson. Yeah, but then again, we we could go on for this forever, but... Uh... I think we were trying to wrap up. Yeah,
0: sorry, I got distracted. Uh, Deathstroke's cool. Look up Deathstroke, even though he fights teenagers. <laughs> uh, but yes, guys, uh, if you've made it this far, thank you very much, because by the looks of the recording, we're nearly at one hour, 20 minutes. Um, oops. Uh, so uh, if you made it this far, you are our favourite persons, or people, I should say. That's proper English. And hopefully you'll join us next week, where if you follow the Twitter, you'll actually get a sneak preview of what we're going to be doing. But that's all I'll say here. And uh, yeah, goodbye, guys.
1: Yep, yeah. good afternoon. Good evening and good night.